This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. So I'm 42. I'm a single mom. I intentionally, you know, had a child on my own through artificial insemination. And so because of that, I, I think certain things are, um, problems are amplified or I'm more conscious of a lot of different things, right? So I think the biggest thing is, is like, even when I was single, listen, I was, I was happy, you know, I was not lonely at all. Mm -hmm. You know, I was living life, but you know, since I've had her, which is surprising, I just feel very lonely. And, you know, it's gotten to the point, and I think more recently in the last couple of weeks, I've really noticed it's affecting my behavior. Like, I don't go to parks because I'm scared to see other parents. Why? Um, I think, I know, I mean, probably, like, you know, um, I think it's because I'm just, I don't want to answer that question, you know, where's her dad or where's her? Mm -hmm. And it's something that I know I'm going to have to answer more and more. And again, I'm really not somebody who's regrets their decisions that I don't, I mean, not having her, but about the way I did it. This is Motherhood Sessions. I'm Dr. Alexandra Sachs. Today, I'm talking to a woman we're calling Joni. When she turned 40, she decided to have a baby on her own. At the time, she was happy, financially independent, and not intimidated by the challenges of single motherhood. But now that her daughter is seven months old, she's surprised to find herself struggling with intense feelings of loneliness. She's longing for a partner and feels embarrassed that she couldn't pull this off on her own. It's disappointing for me. And that's what I'm feeling, is disappointment in myself, that I feel like I didn't accomplish something, whatever that's something, or that it's not e easy. I never thought, listen, I never thought it was going to be easy. Yeah. I just never thought it was going to be this hard. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, but emotionally, I, I'm pretty self-aware. I thought I could handle it. Yeah. Emotionally, and it's just so, it's so hard. And I don't want to feel that way because it's like, I know, as I said, I know I made this choice. I don't want to feel that way. But obviously I do. Do you mind actually, t tell me a little bit about this decision to have sure. a child on your own and what your life was like? So before my life was like, uh, I would say, yeah, I was like traveling lots, you know, I was going out, eating at restaurants, just because I was just only thinking of myself. And what really brought this on is that I had, I, I had a tough breakup and I was dating somebody and I think... I, I didn't realize at the time, but I had a really hard time getting over it and I couldn't understand why. Meaning, like, I'm a pretty rational person. I like to think, like, I, I feel something and then I can move beyond that, right? Mm -hmm. But I really couldn't. And I realized it was because I, I'd i imagined a family with this person. It, the, I thought, the idea of having a bi biological child, I didn't realize I wanted so badly. Mm -hmm. How old were you when you had this breakup? I was 40. Mm -hmm. So I'm like 42 now. Mm -hmm. so. And and how long had you been together? Uh, it was not long. It was about six months. Uh-huh. 
But so when you were dating in your 30s, did you, and and just in your life in your 30s, did you think about whether you wanted to have kids or not? I always wanted to have kids. You did. And so when I did the math and thought about to actually meet someone, I'd have a, like be the father of my kids at 40, it just, the math didn't add up. Like there's the, the most guaranteed way for me to do it was to do it on my own. And mm-hmm. it was just kind of like, you know, get out of your head, get over yourself Stop, like, feeling bad for yourself. You can do this on your own. Mm -hmm. And then, so when I went about the process, you know, I asked my mother. I was like, Mom, what do you think? Because I'm very close to her, and she was really against it. So in that generation, you know, single women were pitied. They were frowned upon. It's just like, oh, someone left them, and that's why they were a single mother. They were, like, in this situation that was not a positive situation. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you got to think about her when you're, like, not only when you have her, but when... When she, you're in school and you're going to see all the other parents, you know, how is she going to feel that she only has one parent? How are you going to feel right. seeing all these people who have, you know, are, are they have partners and you're alone? Like, don't don't get used to being, my mother always said, don't get used to being alone. I don't want you, my fear is that you you get too used to being alone and you'll you'll be by yourself for the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 And so I feel like that's really stuck with me, that that idea. Your mom sort of like cast this fear in your mind that you were going to bring this child into a bad situation. Yeah, I guess it's, or that it could be bad. But, you know, I knew in my mind, I was like, no, that's not going to be the case because I can get over it. Like, I'm a positive person. You know, I know I'm different. And, but I think, as I said, those things really still stick with me. And, you know, I remember being pregnant and I was at my friend's birthday and a friend there that was there, she was like, oh, you know, congratulations. You know, it was basically like, oh, you and your partner must be so happy. And it just made me, you know, I was fine. And at the moment, I'm always like, yeah, yeah, you know, no, I'm doing it on my own. Look at me, I'm brave. And then after, it's like, ugh. You know, and especially when I had her, it was so hard. It was, it was really, really hard being alone. Which parts? It's just that, you know, you don't have, I think at the time, it's you're sleep deprived. I know everyone knows this, like all the normal stuff, right? But it's like when your child is crying and you don't have anyone or it's like, hey, is that a bad cry? Is that a good cry? Did you just hear what I heard? First of all, to know that, you know, you're hearing, you're just not insane and that you are doing, you are taking the best course of action. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Otherwise, you're just guessing. You're always guessing. It's like, how do I know if I'm right? I don't know if I'm right. And just spiraling. It's literally spiraling because you just don't. You're talking to yourself and you're talking to a baby yeah. who can't give you any feedback. Right. And so you don't know if you're doing something right or wrong or anything. Right. And nobody, you have nobody to help you gauge that. Right. And then. Not having someone there who is as equally invested in her as I was. Mm-hmm. And I think throughout her life, I'm scared that she won't have anybody else who loves her as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say just, you know, that she doesn't feel like she's enough. Tell me more. Like, um... Whether that's emotionally enough or somebody physically there enough, like that I'm not enough for her. 
In what way? I, would, I said, it's like I think it could be emotionally, as I said, like just um, having someone that could take care of her and love her. Just one person, you know, it's not somebody else who could, I think, just double double someone. Like if I'm sick or if anything happens to me that she has somebody else mm-hmm. financially, that she has mm-hmm. somebody to take mm-hmm. care of her um, as well as physically, you know, because I'm tired. And so yeah. – it's just like the pressure and anxieties around that. And mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is, is like even when I was single, listen, I was I was happy. You know, I was not lonely at all. Mm-hmm. You know, I was living life. But, you know, since I've had her, which is surprising, I just feel very lonely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's gotten to the point, and I think more recently in the last couple of weeks, I've really noticed it's affecting my behavior. Like, I don't go to parks because I'm scared to see other parents. Why? Um... I think, I know, I mean, probably, like, you know, um, I think it's because I'm just, I don't want to answer that question, you know, where's her dad or where's her, Mm -hmm. and it's something that I know I'm going to have to answer more and more, and there's nothing wrong with it. I know it's all just a frame of mind, Mm -hmm. and I can just, there's so many different family types, yeah, and it's fine. Um, It's just like, what could have, like, what could have been, should I have, should I have settled, and been with someone that I didn't like and, and have, not to like, but, you know, should I have done that and taken that road? I don't think so, but I can't help a bit part of me would, would things be better? And again, I'm really not somebody who's regrets their decisions that I don't, I mean, not having her, but about the way I did it. I just feel like, like an other, you know, I'm like an other. <laughs> And while, like, most times I'm like, yes, I'm an other. That's me. And I'm proud of that other. At the same time, like, sometimes I'm like, no, I don't want to be other. What's other? Different, not traditional. Sometimes I want traditional. What was your family, what was the experience like growing up in your house? I just remember asking my parents for, to get a divorce very early on. You asked them to get a divorce? I'm just like, you should just get a divorce when I was very young, yeah. Wow. Do you remember what, do you remember that day? No, it was just like an ongoing thing. I'm like, you guys are always fighting. Because there was fighting. There's fighting and, you know. Yelling. Yelling, a lot of yelling. My mm-hmm. mom's unhappy, so mm-hmm. I just thought, Yeah. My dad was known as, like, the Phantom of Banbury. That was my, like, literally other parents called him the Phantom. I lived on this road called Banbury because he um, was never there. Where do you think he was? Oh, I know. He was He was off just, you know, he was off um, just at the horse races and things like that. So you grew up with a very clear model of... Uh, marriage that you know maybe it wasn't clear to you that being married was better than being alone I guess I just I guess so I never thought about it that way yeah yeah I never I I always saw myself getting married and I always wanted to have a child and do it in that order it was not easy for me to come to this conclusion by the way to have it on my own it was very hard the choices that have led you to be a single mom have to do with leaving a model that you don't want to follow 
Yeah. Maybe for you being a single mom is the opposite of negative in that you're getting rid of some of the negative stuff from your own childhood that you don't want to replay that came from being in a house where there was a, a broken marriage. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like it just makes me feel relieved, you know, to hear you say that. Because it's just I can't help but feel like am I, like, going to bring something to her that's... Like, why am I doing things? Or am I gonna, I'm just so scared to repeat anything. Yeah. But it's like all these things that you're so sad that your daughter doesn't have. It doesn't sound like you necessarily had them in a... I'm seeing what's happening now. <laughs> I'm seeing what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean... What are you seeing what's happening? I mean, the things that I'm sad for her are... It's really... I'm sad for myself. Yeah, I mean, I just... That's a whole other thing that I just, I guess I thought I put past me or put in my past, I should say. Well, maybe it's helpful to see that you don't have to be so afraid for your daughter that maybe this isn't her burden. Maybe this is just your burden you're still working on. Yeah, I mean, that's that's very true. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. I'm just not sure how to relate to other families. I've we're going to a birthday on Sunday, and so there'll be other people there. It just it's just anxiety. Like it's I feel very anxious. I don't know how to act or be or how to relate. Mm -hmm. It's relating. I'm just I don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I feel this way. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you probably haven't had that many social situations with a baby before. Like, how do you relate at a party with a baby is, I think, that's new. But but it does sound like there's more than than that at this, this fear about this party. So, yeah, I mean, it's not so much, with, as I said, not, I think it's not so much a single. So I have a lot of single friends or friends without kids. And I hang out with them, with her, you know, and that seems to be fine. It's other families. It's just seeing couples, and I think I find that hard. Well, I mean, it sounds like it just reminds you of something that you have incredible longing for, which is a partner you love, a healthy partner who'd be a great co-parent. And when you see other people who you imagine have it, it reminds you of wanting it very much. Yeah, I guess it could be as simple as that. Yeah. And that's painful, but maybe you feel like you shouldn't you shouldn't want it that much or like do you feel like you should have this feel good about being a single mom thing at the party? <laughs> yeah, I mean a part of me does, yeah. Yeah, part of me does. Maybe you don't have to feel good about being a single mom at the party. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe I don't. I just have never, I've never considered that, you know, because I, as I said, I, I chose this. I chose it. So, yeah. as I said, I think before, like in my 30s, was all about me, like doing what I wanted to do. I didn't really feel like I'm not a jealous person. This is not something I feel. I'm not mm -hmm. like regretful. Yeah. But I think, yeah, to your point, maybe I, do see that and I, I am jealous and I'm just not used to having that feeling that you're right maybe it's just it's just okay to feel to acknowledge that and feel that that I am jealous I think that I do want something you, you know that's it might even be outside of my daughter I think to I think that's what the things have showed me that that you do want what I know I can't even say it. Dude, you're making me say it. Anyway, that I do want a partner. Yeah. And not even so much for my daughter, but myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know why it's so hard to say. I think it's because I see all my girlfriends struggle. They want it and they want it very badly to the point where they're willing to not have kids necessarily, like lose the chance to have kids to find that somebody. So what about? their experience makes it hard for you to talk about? I thought I got beyond it. Not to say a child, but I thought it's like I was okay with not, with it not having a partner. Yeah. I thought I literally, I did. I think it's, um, it's a good thing that you're able to identify that you're feeling uncomfortable and that you need more. You, you thought this would be hard, but you thought basically you had everything you needed emotionally to do it. But, like, maybe you're wrong. Maybe this is hard. You have a lot of what you needed emotionally to do it, but not everything. And so maybe you just need some more help. I think, I think you're right. <laughs> it's okay to not have everything you need and to long for it and to figure out how to go get it. It's okay. Yeah, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time. Well, because cause I think you're feeling like a sense of shame and not being able to just have everything you need in your life as a single mom. Maybe that was like a wish that, like, you worked it out. Yeah. yeah you didn't need right. yeah, a right. husband. And maybe that's not true. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. No, you bring up interesting points. I mean... I haven't thought about it that way, you know. But I think it's a good thing. I'm glad that you haven't shut down your desires to be cared for and be loved. And I know that it will be hard as you continue on your journey to find it. But I, I am happy for you that you will be looking for it in your life because I think you deserve it. And I'm glad that you haven't shut down that wish as painful it is, it is to acknowledge that you still are looking for it and you don't have it yet. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, saying that, that I deserve it. And, you know, I don't know why I said having, like, I just don't know why it's so painful. I, I don't know why it's so painful to admit, like, I don't know. I think so it weird. wasn't exactly your plan. <laughs> it wasn't exactly your plan with um, where you were going to be right now with a baby. I think your plan was to feel a little bit more solid and be able to just focus on her. Yeah. But 
but there's still more work for you to do in your own life. And that's that's frustrating. It's just, it's, there's more work to be done. It's frustrating. <laughs> and it's hard to date. And it's hard to date as a single mom. You know, it's hard. It's 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 okay to feel a little bit like, well, it would be easier if I didn't have to, if I didn't want this thing, it'd be easier. But, yeah. but it's not a bad thing to want it. It's yeah, not a bad thing that. to want it. And I think by acknowledging that you want it, is your opportunity to go find it. Yeah. And that you haven't shut off those parts of yourself that, like, would feel really good in experiencing partnership, healthy partnership, the type of partnership that you've been looking for. I, I guess, yeah, what are other single moms like? <laughs> I mean, is it, I guess it's different. I can't ask that. I know everyone's different. Listen, I think that I don't need to tell you because you know from your mom, there are a lot of moms out there who need more help. Yeah. And who think this is much harder than they thought and who are basically asking, you know, who's who's helping to take care of me? Who's helping me be a teammate in this thing that's so confusing and scary called raising a child? I think... I think a lot of moms feel that way, that they would like more support and help in all sorts of ways. And probably single moms feel it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not the only mom who feels alone and who yeah. feels like you need, this is harder than you thought. And <laughs> right. like, like you need someone to also help take care of you. And Yeah, it's just, um, it's just a through this session, it's it showed me that, you know, A, I do want a partner, and B, that's okay. It's okay to want something for myself beyond yeah. this motherhood life that I've imagined. Yeah. Yeah. Motherhood Sessions is a production of Gimlet Media. It's produced by Peter Bresnan. Our editors are Devin Taylor and Nazanin Rafsanjani. Music and mixing by Emma Munger. This is the last episode of the season, and we want to take the opportunity to thank you for listening to Motherhood Sessions. If you have any thoughts about the show, we'd love to hear them. Send us an email at motherhood at gimletmedia.com. That's motherhood at gimletmedia.com. And thanks for listening.